and welcome to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and better late than divorced. And that is for Kim, who joined us this week on Atlanta. Oh, funny. It was like a double negative foreshadow. Kim says to us that she's been married to 11 years, and it's been going great. Julia, what do we know about Kim? Well, we know now that she's called off her divorce. Well, exactly. So... When the editors, so when that was filmed, that was true. When the editors were editing, ha ha ha, now we know she's divorced. But now, as conveniently, the week of this episode (gasps) coming out, they call off the divorce. Kim, conveniently. Is it a Kim coincidence? That was bad. I feel like yours is better. Anyway, we are not joined by Alex. Alex is busy this week, but I am joined by my lovely sister and my co host, Miss Julia Baker. If I can pull a catfish out of a hole, I can pull a braided goatee into a one-night stand. You think that Lou slept with goatee guys? No, but I did scream out loud when she tugged on his I can't believe she touched his face. Gross. That thing had chips in it still. Is Kim... Are Kim and Lisa going to Portugal with us? It was almost like they were invited. That was so weird. But we saw the preview. Did you watch the preview? Oh. Oh, I guess. Should we just do Atlanta, Julia? Yes. Okay, Atlanta. Okay, into what you were just saying. We got the preview, which actually part two of the season looks great. Marlo Light. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's getting demoted to friend of, I feel like. Like, in the editor's eyes. Just because, like, when she's in charge of the plot, it's too depressing. I know who this round two, like, this part, second part of the season is heavy of. Drew. Oh, I love Drew. I love Drew. I love her sister, Allison. I oh, love the love fact Allison. that we're really sister-sister heavy in Atlanta right now. It's all about sisters. Okay, should we talk about Drew's sisters first? Yes, let's talk about the good sister. Okay, so usually when you have a D-list celebrity like Drew, and her sister's job is managing a D-list celebrity, you assume that that sister is kind of a D-list as well. Turns out... Managing Drew was like her charity. Yes. This sister is 20 years older and had 20 years of career under her belt. She's impressive career. Super impressive. Um, I also thought it was really scary that Allison had a physically abusive relationship and Mm -hmm. now we are watching Drew in a mentally abusive relationship. Yeah. As far as we know. You know, we don't know if it goes into physical as well, but we have seen with our own eyeballs a very mentally abusive relationship. Yes. And Allison, we know we like her judgment because she's already called Ralph out. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. She called Drew. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about Sonia's sister. Okay. Good God. Sonia is becoming less and less likable by this second. And we're all on Sonia's sister's side, right? Oh, 100%. And I do have to say there was a eek moment. I don't know if you caught it, but it is... I actually really enjoyed that charity. It was one of my favorite Housewife charities we've ever done. I feel like it was fast-moving. It was fast-moving. I I really appreciated that there weren't auction items. Yeah. Like, cut the bullshit. You are donating to a good cause, and she specified where your money would go. I really, like... Conceptualized it. As someone who right out of college had to cold call to get auction items, I was 100% for this whole Sonia setup. Because these charities haven't figured out. They don't need Sonia to like, let's, I don't want to walk away with crap. Like let's have, uh, like 
if you tell me this is how much you could pay for six months rent for a woman and her child, I'd much rather have that than, like, a bullshit ski trip that they also had to pay for. There's a big charity in L.A. and they did, like, they gave everyone a blanket. But basically you gave, like, just an amount. Well, I got a blanket. But even then, like... Do you need, does like a billionaire need a blanket? No. And I remember one of the things that you did was like Madonna's yoga instructor class. Oh like, yeah. Oh, it's so easy to get these yoga instructors to like donate their like, time. Their time. Which is cool. Thank because you. Because it's like a big outreach. No, and thank you so much. But at the same time, like you end up with so many weightlifting classes and so many celebrity yoga instructors that like, cause if you're in LA, every yoga instructor has instructed a celebrity. So like, yeah. Uh, anyway, but it's also weird because like in theory, every woman there at mommy nation, let's just use that as an example yeah. is there because they want to help homeless women who have children. So why do you need a yoga class. Why don't you just donate to them? Right. So like, or why I, do you need a necklace that you don't even like? Or wind chimes, know? Julia. Or wind. Oh my gosh, chic wind chimes. Excuse me. Oh, I would want the wind chimes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay, but to get into the thing of the part that made me go oofta. Okay. Is when Sonia was giving her spiel, she said, "I can't imagine." How it would be for a mother to have a family and nowhere to live. Cut to her family? Cut to her family and her kicking her entire family out of her house. Okay. And I'm sure she's not going to live, leave her sister on the street, but it did seem tone deaf considering what we are watching her currently go through with her family. Correct? Yes. A thousand percent. And I have a backup to that, which is what the fuck? Because I'm having a whole hard time with the Ross wants it to just be them. Storyline because Ross, Ross isn't, isn't there. there. Thank you. Ross isn't there. He doesn't notice that it's not just them. So how would he even know if he wants the sisters out since he's not around? And then also there we now find out in the preview that Sonia's pregnant. They can barely handle their one very mild tempered child who like kind of just chills. Yeah. You're going to handle a newborn baby? Like she's going to be like, I need my family support. And she treats her family like shit. Her sister was there doing her hair and being like, you are so disrespectful of my time, but I'm doing this for you. And because sadly, because her sister's in there doing her hair, Sonia will learn nothing. I know. It's sad. (sighs) <sighs> okay, I have one final thought. Um, referencing our taglines, why are we bringing Kim back? Are we bringing Kim? Oh, I love the OG dinner. I love seeing Lisa Wu. I love seeing Kim. It was really fresh and fun, and it took away a scene that could have been given to Marlo. Okay, sure. But Julia, who were we missing from that OG dinner? Oh, Nini. And who will we never see again? Nene Leaks. Because she sued Bravo. Right. And Candy sued uh, Kim. Kim. (laughs) And lost. Um, I did like that they shaded Kim for her. What did she say? Like, I had a hit. (laughs) Bitch. This was a really heavy Kenya episode. And I had so much fun with Kenya. I love I Kenya. Love the commercial. I love Brooklyn dancing. Brooklyn is a showgirl. Okay. She did not need that much direction. Do you to know what? what? My she biggest did. green flag for what's his name? Rio? What's the guy's name? The guy who owns the restaurant yeah. that plugged his restaurant's yeah. name by Mr. Delivery. Kenya. Yeah, what was his name? 
Uh, Mr. Kenya Moore hair care. Okay. I have no Mr. clue. Mr. Moore. Future Mr. Moore. What I liked about him is how uncomfortable he seemed on camera. Opposed to Sheree's boyfriend that we have not seen. Or Marlo's new love of her life. That we also saw that one time. And we know that she's just going to like ditch. I do have to say so many restaurateurs in Atlanta. Yes. The amount of restaurateurs. I mean, all we have in Beverly Hills is the, I keep what I call it, the Bippity Buffity Boutique Streets. Uh, oh, shit. Now I can't. Boobity Beppo. Boobity Beppo. Bippity Buffity Boutique. But oh everybody, God. if you're not a restaurateur, you're going to marry Candy and become one. Like, everyone's a restaurateur on Atlanta. And I kind of love that for them. I do, too. Okay, are we ready for OC? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, Kenya's the best auctioneer. Okay. And now we're ready for Absolutely. the OC. Absolutely. Okay, OC. Um, I, this was like one of my favorite episodes of OC ever. I can't believe how much I'm loving OC. Oh, it's the best. And I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this part. I think I like it because of Heather, who I absolutely hated. Heather right Last now season. with Tamara there. And her feeling like she's being left out of the Tamara Shannon click. I love it. Which I actually like witnessed going like every time Tamara kept orchestrating her group of three to not include Heather. I was like, oh, you got you called it. This is kind of affecting Heather. And I loved that that was her pit. And I loved that her rose of the trip. Or the cob, yeah, or whatever. What a game are we playing? I feel like we're yeah. really mixing. Yeah, yes. exactly. I love that the highlight of her trip was shit, like shoveling shit. shit. And like she came off sounding like such an elitist, but I think that she just kind of liked having fun, and I think she was comfortable. And I think with Gina, because Gina's so desperate all the time, Ugh. I think she doesn't feel left out. I, I didn't think that Heather sounded elitist when she said her favorite part was shoveling shit. Because like, you got to see how the other half lives, and well, that, how to that, get my food, you have to shovel some was, shit for me. That was, like, Tamara's analysis of it, but I thought it was, like, we show up to these vacations, and we enjoy, and we're complaining about how big the kitchens are. But even this, like, kind of fake Yellowstone experience that we're having. True. We were in Westworld. We're in Westworld. And even our fake Westworld, look mm-hmm. how much work it takes. I think it's important to remember that. That's how I took it. Okay. And I, I thought that was really sweet. I was like, oh, shut the fuck up, Tamara. Like, the other half, your face is the other half. Like, she's so full of plastic, I don't believe her. Yeah, true. Um, I feel like... Tamara's body is not biodegradable at this point. I'm just saying. Well, Jen's right there with her. Um, I feel like Emily not being there really made the trip more I forgot fun. about Emily Julia. She wasn't on the trip. I forgot about her. But I feel like we can't have Gina and Emily together. Together they are too big of a force with a wild accent flying out of oh. Gina's half. I think she's now just gone completely... Um, what is that called? No, what's the... You, Valley? The, uh, like a vocal fry. Vocal fry. She's now gone vocal fry. When the she weird... was on the phone with Travis, she was 100% vocal fry. As she sat with no makeup in their house together, vocal fry. Except for foundation. Lots of foundation. That's a weird thing about Gina and Emily is they take up a lot of space while doing a lot of nothing. They like make the whole room be quiet so then we can listen to them do say nothing. Right. It's really odd. Um, what did we think about... Travis and Gina's conversation. 
About how she was triggered by Jen? Is that what they talked Triggered about? by being in a church. Oh my gosh, I did write that down. Yes. Girl, she needs can't some therapy. go to a church wedding. Yeah. It's right there. She can't go to a church wedding. She needs some <sighs> therapy. And, like, I get Heather. Heather's not your... She feels like, well, Heather told me not... Then tell Heather, no, Travis and I have talked about it. We're okay. Heather's just looking out for you because you're sobbing to him and he's being pretty cool with it and they live together and have been together for several years and she doesn't have a ring on her finger and there are reasons why and i think heather's just trying to help a girl out i do too and travis is saying yeah i want to be a rock but she's not the rock am i right julia yes because we don't have one yet and they have 4,000 children yes and he's really good with her kids yeah she needs to use him as a lover and not as a therapist she needs to talk to somebody because if you can't go into a church wedding, that is fucking bonkers. And another person who doesn't have a ring, another couple. Good God. Um, I love that Ryan's excuse to sending a dick pic to a different person was that he just sent it to his whole address book. As somebody who has an iPhone, not an option. <laughs> and her being like, Jen being like, I was just sitting right next to him when he did it. Why would he send it to her? I think the whole thing is a lie. And she just isn't wanting to feel stupid on the show. Right? This guy, like, I've never been so... Oh, this man is cheating on you. I've never been so unattracted to a house husband. Yes. I even find Michael Darby more appealing. Than I do too. Man. I mean, Michael Darby would never say, what's next? A bunny in a pot? I don't know what that means. Did he mean like, like pulling a, a rabbit out of a hat? No, uh, boiling a rabbit. It's a reference to fatal attraction. Oh, okay. Well, we We're, can cut that. <laughs> no, it's okay. We can leave it up. <laughs> Wait, why did he say, why was he referencing fatal attraction? Because... She was like, and then Tamara said, and she was going to tell him how Tamara said that he said he would fuck her. But he oh said, what's God. next? A bunny in a pot? So, man cheats on his wife with his affair partner. Mm-hmm. Affair partner, he breaks up with a fair partner, if I remember correctly. She goes to his house and boils his children's pet rabbit. Oh. And he comes home and the whole thing is that the mistress is, like, ruining his life. It's kind of like a poor man. And then he shoots her in the shower. Yes. Okay. So, that's... That's the most gaslighty shit I've ever fucking heard. Crazy. And then he he just pulled the rabbit out of the hat on that one. Yes. Okay, perfect. And then he just says... That he thinks everyone's jealous of him. Not a great sign. Not a great sign at all. Okay, are we ready for Crappy Lake? Yes. O-M-G. Okay, Crappy Lake was absolutely amazing. Um, I love that we start out with Lou thinking that there is a riot at the private plane airport. <laughs> and is pleasantly surprised. It's a bunch of um, locals waiting for Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> I love the premise that they're here to save this town from COVID. Yes. Um, from, like, the ramifications of COVID. Not the actual disease. Yeah, they're not scientists. They're not Fauci. Um, I think that that's, like, considering there's only one motel, I don't know how well this community was doing pre-COVID. 
but I'm here for it all the same. And I love their assignment and, you know, don't, or like really trying to amp up the animal shelter and trying to, what was their other thing? Oh yeah, they're going to build a park. But they've really taken on the cabaret of it all because that's really Lou's where like, I know their lane is. is. And I was disappointed at the turnout of the first audition, which would have been the only audition if anyone had showed, because like there were so many people there to greet them off the plane. They if thought half- it was going to be Vin Diesel, Julia. Oh, they're wow. all they were all Vin fans. Um, I do have to say that Julia and I, a year, two years ago now, no, a year ago, okay, went with Alex to see, and a couple friends, to see Luann in person at her cabaret. And a cabaret star. We were shocked how- And delighted. Beautiful she is in person. Yeah. She is, she does stand out. So I think when she got off that plane, they were- Stunned. Just by not knowing who she was. Yeah, she, and when she picked up that weight at the fire station. She's jacked! Oh my gosh, as she's doing sexy time yoga. Ooh, 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 I need to start grunting on the floor of motels. Oh, I am also going to do the same. And then we have Sonia. For who Sonia. I love and adore, but she is currently leaking. Her stitches from her liposuction <sighs> are leaking. She is oozing. She always has, like, a little too much eyeliner what are the, draining okay, below the eye. What's going on with her eyes? Because Lou uploaded the most unflattering picture of Sonia to promote this. Is it that the fake eyelashes are too big? Or did the she get a funky eyelashes eye are too big. I think she could have a weird eye lift. She also could just have too much dark mascara below, and it could be smudging. Her eyes are drooping, drooping in a weird way. Maybe they just haven't settled yet. But I realized what is really working about Crappy Lake that didn't work in certain aspects of OC going to Montana, which is I like watching Lou and Sonia bring themselves to Crappy Lake and love every second of it. I don't need them to go, oh, there's bugs. I don't want to see that. I want to see them take off their Louis Vuittons and start catching catfish with their hands, which was amazing. Oh my gosh, amazing. Did she drop it instantly? Maybe it was a catch and release activity. Julia, you would not have even pretended to start. She went down there. She was down there. Lou could go down. I thought Lou was going to die. She was down there for quite some time. Like, I didn't know she could hold her breath that long. Overall, very fun, excellent editing choice, making it a solid 22 minutes. Yes, I... Absolutely loved. It was just a hoot. It was a hoot, and I really, really loved the woman at the bar who had been watching Real Housewives of New York since season one and was so excited to talk about it because as Bravo viewers, when you find a fellow Bravo viewer, Mm -hmm. it's so exciting. And it was very clear that was the first Bravo viewer that that woman got to talk to, and it was Luann. Um, Benton has 7,000 people. Our town only has like 4,000 residents year-round. I wonder if we can petition to get Lou and Sonia to come oh save goodness. us. Like, I don't really know how much shaving we <laughs> need, but I feel like it would be fun. So, Julia, Alex, and I are all from the same hometown. It is a small town. It's worth making it so obvious. All off the course of Corch County. Yeah. With 4,000 people. We live in a tourist town that's one square mile. I don't know what they do here. They could come in the winter and keep us amused because we're pretty bored when it's not the season. I don't know. Um, I just loved everything. I love how they go into the office and they see a, 
rascal scooter and they all aboard. <laughs> Everything so they do is absolutely amazing. I just, no notes. And there aren't any other housewives who are Lou and Sonia. No, these women are the comedic duo of our time. And I don't think it's because they were one of the original casts, because Orange County came first, and there's nobody from Orange County who can pull this off. They have had, they both showed to, they both came to us so posh. We had a Countess and like a Morgan heiress. And here they are. And now we popping have. Popping light bulb stitches, <laughs> light bulb stitches to. And pulling catfish out of yeah. the ground. I love it. Um, are we ready for awards? Yes. All right. I'm very proud of my award this week. I have my Mia Friend Of or Foe Of award. This is named after Mia from Potomac, who brought on her friend Jacqueline to Potomac, just to roast her, honestly. We talked mm-hmm. about how Mia brought on her lifelong friend just to destroy her on national television. I award this to Tamara, who brought on Jen to OC to just talk shit. Yeah, Jen needed a, or sorry, Tamara needed a plot line, and she BYO and calling And calling Jen's inevitable breakup, like, calling it. Yeah. Is her plot line. Good for Tamara. Good for Tamara. All right, Julie, what's your award? My You Better Put a Jock Strap On Award goes to Kevin. Oh, poor Kevin. The rafting instructor from OC. It could also go on to every single person Luann felt up and down, but Kevin is the one who gets this award. Those little blurred out balls were just hanging in there. It did make me like that rafting group better, though. Like the Taylor, Jen, Tamara of it all. I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of a boring group. I would have rather been with the other crew, but they were fun. E. (laughs) Well, Alex, we miss you. We can't wait to see you next week. Julia, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.